0: Warning The following podcast is intended for adult listeners only. It contains strong language that some may find offensive. So, in other words, get your young ass out the room because grown folks is talking.
1: Mr. Allen, how are you?
0: I'm good. I am good. How was your week? It's been pretty
1: good. It's been pretty good. Steady. Been a week.
0: Busy. Yeah, steady. Gotta love steady. Mm-hmm. Gotta love steady. How's yours? It was good. It was good. We are back in the swing of this thing. After taking a little break for Thanksgiving. hmm Thanksgiving was good, right?
1: It was great. Yeah.
0: You did your thing. Ain't good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a nice little spread, right? It was. He
1: did yeah. that, y'all. Yeah man,
0: if you ain't seen the picture gone, on, go on the um on the Instagram under comedian KUE and you can you can see what what I um what I did. Got a little video up there, man. The thing was, was You bomb.
1: always got food porn up, y'all. Oh course, of course. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: keep that food porn posting now. I'm gonna keep it going, man. But everybody welcome to another Amazing episode of the Not For You podcast where we are untraditional, unconventional, and unapologetically us. That's who we is.
1: That's who we be.
0: Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank y'all so much for joining us, man, for another episode. And thank y'all for the um, the, the feedback and, and stuff that y'all have given with the, the, the previous episode that we had up and um y'all got we got a nice little nice little amount of feedback and, yeah. and information y'all y'all nasty asses made sure that y'all <laughs> made your presence known <laughs> y'all did <laughs> for real man we appreciate it we definitely appreciate it man but we got a nice little episode today man today we gonna um want to talk about a little bit of uh i guess tailoring you know what I mean. You know tailor. when you you know when you tailor some stuff. You know you get a get a, a man with a good suit. He gets it tailored. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. You don't own a good suit until you get get a tailored suit. That means that suit is is made to fit you. Mm-hmm. It's custom made. So the tailoring that we are speaking of today, we are speaking on tailoring your poly, or tailoring your ethical non-monogamous relationship styles. Okay. You know. I felt like this was an important subject for us to touch on because we have a lot of listeners who are fairly new to poly Mm -hmm. or fairly new to just ethical non-monogamous relationships. And Mm -hmm. a lot of it is due to us. So pat on the back you know, for us, you know what I
1: mean? We, yeah, that's dope. we, that's we really did dope. that,
0: you know what I'm saying? Like we, 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 we definitely, you know, open the door to what this thing looks like to a lot of people. And we really do, um, we, we feel good about that. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 it's, and, and that's really what it's about for us. It's not about, you know, just, um, just the entertainment, but we also want to make sure that we're educating people or whatever, because it's a lot of people that did not know, that or that still don't know that ethical non-monogamous relationships are something that are fairly, you know, well known. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. a it's a common practice. It's not really something that's, you know, as as taboo as as most people might think it is. Or whatever shit. You didn't you have a um uh, or don't you have like a cousin that you know is kind of open to it a little bit more now and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, one of my what of my distant relative. Yeah. Yeah, one of my cousins. Uh, what did he mention? I think um, I think they're just dabbling into mm-hmm. swinging. I feel like, yeah. um, but I thought it was pretty cool because you know I uh, obviously I didn't know. But right, it sounds like you know they him and his wife probably did it. It sounds like they did it very similar to how we did, and yeah. it just you know really quiet and under the radar. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knew or whatever, which is fine to I me. Mean, again, tailoring if that right. works for you, you know what I'm saying. It's so, making it work for you. Yeah. Yeah,
0: making it work for you, man, but it, but we feel like it's it's really important, man, to make sure that whatever your, your love style is and your relationship goals are going in a space that are conducive to something that you want, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I know I'm going to get some flack for this shit, but I feel like there are a lot of people who lean more towards or their intro in a lot of cases, especially for single women, their intro is often that of a becoming part of a triad or something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a lot of women who, who are, that's their introduction. That's what they're exposed to first. That's the first thing that someone brings their way Mm -hmm. is, is a triad you know what i mean and a lot of women get roped into those love styles and get roped into that space and in some cases you get put in a space where you are indeed the third you're not mm-hmm. like a part of this this relationship love style you're being put into this a little bit different than you know most may be accustomed to
1: sure but you know why that is right huh because when people think of uh ethical non monogamy and polyamory, they think of triads. It's like that's the standard yeah, or just think of
0: threesomes mm-hmm. in general.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like that's the standard. So I feel like that has a lot to do with um, you know, people's entry into polyamory, if you will. Especially mm-hmm. if it's a you know, as a, if it's a couple.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and I'm, I mean I feel like it, it almost started that way you know, with us or whatever. It was mm-hmm. almost closer to us just being, you know, let's just get a third. You know what I'm saying? Because in your
1: mind, it's easier.
0: Yeah. In, in yeah. your
1: ignorant mind, it's easier. It is. It
0: really, <laughs> it really is. Especially, I feel like, especially that of a man. Like, most men, they just want, like, oh, yeah, shit, we could have a girlfriend. You know what I mean? That's two pussy. Exactly. Two pussy. We could have two girlfriends. That's cool. You know what I mean? But... It, it, that shit changes real quick when you get to a point where you can be totally transparent with your partner and tell them that, no, nah, I'd rather do my own thing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because like when you hit me with that, when you hit me with <coughs> wanting to do your own thing and, and wanting to have your own separate relationships or whatever. Like, of course, like any, any, I feel like any person would or whatever. They probably feel a little, I felt a little slighted or more. So I felt like, well, shit, what the fuck you need more dick for? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. it, cause that was the initial, that really was the initial, you know, sure. thought process or whatever. But I feel like that that's, that's common, but that all comes with the, the area of growth that one might be in, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Cause shit, that shit, like I said, that shit didn't start off. It didn't start off the way that it is now for us. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, I don't know. I just, I just think like people that go into it with that mindset, it can like, it, it can be successful, but I feel like in a lot of instances, it does put, the third, especially if they're new to poly, it does put them in a bad space, and it could it can leave a very fucking bad taste in their you know mouth.
1: What? I won't even say all that. You know what you you said it right a few minutes ago. <clears throat> it puts them in a space of being a third.
0: Yeah. Versus
1: yeah. and you don't wanna be a third in a relationship. You wanna be equal. You wanna you wanna be a part you know, right. yeah. You wanna be equal. You wanna be a part of that triad. You mm-hmm. don't wanna be a third, but that's everybody, you know, again, ignorance. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But nah, that's what it is. You're you're gonna be a third. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you're not gonna be a uh equal partner Mm -hmm. to you know that couple right
0: right and that's why i feel like a lot of those conversations like that's where that communication comes in from the beginning like how Mm -hmm. important that shit is Mm -hmm. because if you having a conversation with somebody with your with your significant other if you having that conversation that you know you want to explore polyamory or whatever know that the way that you want to explore polyamory may not be the same way that they want to explore that shit. You know what I'm saying? Or just ethical non-monogamous relationships in general. Mm -hmm. Like they may not want to be a part of a third. They may not want to do the whole triad situation. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? But you have to be adult enough to have that conversation and, and to pretty much try to understand what it is that they want to get out of this shit. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean because that that, that can alleviate a, a third coming in mm-hmm. and them being jaded or whatever because of the way that you and your your significant other choose to move and y'all not moving on the same page you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying yeah you might love this chick and, and do everything that you can to you know to make her feel wanted and feel a part of y'all relationship mm-hmm. but your guy feeling like oh well this bitch is always around and she's making you do all this other extra shit or whatever and, and I'm not a part of it or whatever or, you know what I'm saying yeah. or, or your female you know this bitch study coming around and she making you come I don't ever do that and I don't do this, and this. <laughs> so all this other shit comes into play yeah. but a lot of motherfuckers don't think about that kind of shit you have to that's make true. sure that you're moving in a space that's gonna be conducive to what you wanna get out of polyamory mm-hmm. or just what you wanna get out of being ethically non-monogamous
1: definitely cause it's
0: different it's a, it's a whole different fucking animal
1: and we go back to the one thing we talk about every episode, communication. Yes. It starts off, you're going to need that good communication, you right. know, because you're going to need to be able to communicate what you truly want or what you think you want at that time. Mm-hmm. If you can't communicate that, you you starting off wrong. Yeah, yeah,
0: very much so. Very much so. Like, I've talked to women who are, you know, and and it's crazy because I've talked to more women since we started the show, that are like totally just like oblivious to what ethical non monogamy looks like, and and that it even is a thing that 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 a lot of people, especially a lot of people of color, practice. Mm-hmm. They they're they're totally oblivious to it or whatever. And but I've I've learned that, you know, they see themselves in a space where they want to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But they don't know how to navigate that and or or they don't know how to, to express that to a guy because as soon as they say like, well, I would like you to be my boyfriend, but I also would like to have a girlfriend, this nigga automatically thinks that he's a part of that.
1: Mm-hmm. No, nigga. That's true. No.
0: <laughs> that yeah. that shit don't no, that's not the case all mm-hmm. the time. Like if she wants to be a part of you, if she is inviting you into her world and her space in being polyamorous or ethically non-monogamous, whatever it is, if she's inviting you into that space, you need to kind of conform to what is that to what that looks like for her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if the shit don't look right for her and fellas, I'm telling you, this was with any woman because it's. Di- I feel like it's different going into polyamory for a woman than it is for a man. So fellas, like if y'all noticing like women are moving in this space, they're moving in this space according to what the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to conform to that shit. Like, and I feel like ladies, if y'all don't want to be in a triad, don't open the fucking door to being in a triad. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't want to be with it, and you, if you don't want to share your partner with, with this particular partner or be in this space with your partners or whatever, then don't put yourself in that shit, in that space or whatever. Let mm-hmm. that shit be known because it, it, it can end fucking bad. Yeah. It really can. I really feel like it, it. can end bad, but I mean, I don't know, man. Like, what do you, what do you feel like is the, I guess, the downfalls of you know of getting into polyamory like what do you feel like the 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 cons are you know what i mean like we we, we talk about the pros and the and the good shit that we've experienced a lot in polyamory or whatever but mm-hmm. do you feel like there are any any cons that come along with it when you're getting into it and when you're in the process of trying to tailor mm-hmm. what you want
1: uh yeah definitely that for the most part you don't know what you're doing mm-hmm. that's True. that's a that's a con yeah um
0: but I mean I feel like with with not knowing what you're doing that puts you in a space to where you can educate yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you you that's where I feel True. like that that's where I feel like that's where it comes in where I tell people you make this shit work for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have to put in the work. You have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just as we had to put in the work with our marriage and just as we have to put in the work with jobs and all this other shit to, to move up mm-hmm. in the, in, in, into better spaces or whatever we have to put in the work. You know what I mean? You have to yeah. be willing to take those steps to let your poly be what you want it to be. And you have to do the research. You It's going to take some, 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 really fucked up conversations and all kind of shit that you might deal with in that mm-hmm. space. You know what I mean? Like for me, I feel like one of the biggest cons that for at, at least in, in from, from, from my standpoint is finding those like-minded people, finding your tribe. You know what I mean?
1: For sure. Because
0: I feel like I've gotten a hell of a lot more, way more nose that ain't my thing. I don't want nothing to do with that shit. And you just cheating. You want your cake and eating too. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> I've gotten more of that shit than just oh wow. I would, I've always wanted to learn about that or 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 I'm 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 polyamorous too. Or you know what I mean. I've gotten mm-hmm. way more of that energy. So you gotta be prepared for that kind of shit right. because I feel like 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 especially for me being a person that has always had a fear of rejection. A lot of people really don't know that, but I do have a fear of rejection, but I have not been rejected a lot in outside of the space of, of, of polyamory. Like, like when I was just dating whatever before mm-hmm. marriage and everything else, when I was just dating, if I asked a girl out nine times out of 10, I got a date.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what
0: I'm saying? It, it didn't happen, but I still have that fear of, being rejected that's just always been a thing for me so me being able to move in a space where i can accept the rejection that comes my way because of polyamory and more so because i have the mentality where i'm saying you're not there like you you you, it's different it's new to you it's scary you know what i'm saying it ain't for everybody and i get that the fact that I get that, that makes it a little bit easier now. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, I'm like, how the fuck do I even have this conversation with a motherfucker? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And that's why, I'm, that's why I, I, and motherfuckers be like, oh, you just cold on these motherfuckers. No, I ain't cold because I'm just being upfront and honest, like straight out the gate. Like, this is what it is. This is what I'm bringing to the table. This is what I'm accepting. This is what I'm not accepting. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm offering you. I'm not trying to sell you on this shit, but I'm this is this is what it is. Either you take it or you leave it. But I'm letting you know this now. Before I start liking your ass, before I start wanting to go out and wanting to do all this other want before I start any of that shit, I need to let you know off top, this is what it is. Right. So you can take it and leave it right off the bat. And that's what I feel like a lot of people when it comes to the way that they move in their in their space of poly they they fail to do that they kind of conform to someone else's wasn't, you know their their whim instead of putting themselves out there for what they want to accept that no because you're going to get nos especially mm. if you're moving in a space that's just that's conducive to you you're going to get a lot of people who really don't like okay I'm not with that shit right you know what I'm saying you'll get those a lot quicker than you will get the motherfuckers that are just like you know I'm with it especially early on because you're not knowing anybody. Get you some friends. Get you some poly friends. Like, definitely get you some friends that are ethically non-monogamous that can give you the... And, and, and make sure that they shit is successful, too. Don't don't talk to nobody that, <laughs> that shit be all fucked up yeah. and, you know, they, they serial dating stuff. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They, they, them, too. You know what I'm saying? But talk to somebody who can give you a better understanding as to what this shit can look like for you because at the end of the day it's gonna have to be conducive to what you want in order for you to find happiness in this shit you need to make sure that it's tailored to what you want and tailored to the space that you want to be in when it comes to just you know just dating yeah you know because the shit can be hard it's it's this shit ain't easy oh it is hard it is it's not can be it's hard. yeah for real for real for real like we find ourselves like still just like Goddamn, like, where the fuck do we... This shit just ain't working. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but you end up figuring out somehow that this is, you know, a different way, I guess, to make it
1: work for yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're right. So, I feel like um, kind of under the same umbrella would be tailoring your time or figuring out like you know how to best I don't want to say divide your time but mm-hmm. you know when you have multiple relationships you got to that's what it is yeah you do and you, have you do have to divide, your, divide your, time. your time sometime yeah um and i think a, a a really big part of that is is being flexible um flexibility is important because mm-hmm. i mean life happens one right um but two when people have multiple relationships, you know, like things come up, stuff happens. Right. I feel like it's important to be flexible and be considerate. I feel like some people, you know, granted the choice is always yours. Mm-hmm. The choice is always yours. But I feel and I've been I've been in and I've seen um instances where people weren't as flexible. Right. So where oh, I normally spend this night with such and such, but um, she got family coming in town. Do you mind swapping nights? No. Yeah, I ever. mind. That, that, yeah, no, mm-hmm. it doesn't work for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
0: Or like you said, yeah, I mind.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mind. Like that happens. And yeah. and don't get me wrong. Again, the choice is always yours. You And you don't have to say yes. Obviously, no is perfectly fine. But I feel like you also need to be considerate And if you're being considerate, then to a certain extent, you know, you got to be empathetic to others. So if you don't have anything going on that night, you know, Mm -hmm. you just chilling or whatever, it doesn't conflict with whatever you have going on. And you have the ability to just swap or or whatever, just do do it. Right. I've literally been on the outside looking in, like, for no particular reason, you just said no. Mm -hmm. That doesn't... (laughs) <laughs> to me I'm like that doesn't make sense no nah, no nah. especially when saying? you don't
0: have when you don't have reason to really do that shit like yeah. there's no reason for you to tell someone no that you can't be flexible and you just want to be it's just you just want to be a bitch or an asshole about it yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. so it, that being being flexible in that space is, is, is definitely something that's important like um <clears throat> like how we was reading earlier how it said how you should i guess what was it let me see let me let me double check because i don't want to get the wrong information and shit like pretty much paying attention to a um into a to a a a, um potential partner's relationships the way that they Mm. move you know what i'm saying <clears throat> like going back cuz you can cuz you can tie that flex the importance of that flexibility into that as well you know what i mean because if you're new to this you want to make sure that you're dealing with people who value and take your time into consideration right they make sure that and 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 if you can see that this person is you see the way they're moving with their partners Mm -hmm. or whatever and you see that they're stretched thin Mm -hmm. but they're trying to entertain you and they're trying to entertain something with you or whatever that kind of send up some red flags like okay if you're struggling just to get Mm -hmm. with you know to to spend time with your wife whom you fucking live with how (laughs) the hell can you spend time with me you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's not a type of the type of relationship that you want to get involved with because yeah. that shit is gonna, just like you see like people on Facebook and stuff like that or whatever. I know a lot of people that watch people the way that they move on Facebook and on social media or whatever. And they let that be a a starting point or or, or pretty much a, a visual window as to how this person deals or whatever. Because you can look at the way a motherfucker move on social media and see that them as a boyfriend or as a girlfriend might not be conducive with what the fuck you want because this motherfucker is in everybody's inbox commenting on everybody's shit and yes and like,
1: no a lot of people do what social media is designed for which is you know be social like, yeah, but I mean, it's... I, I talk about whatever I want to talk about. It doesn't... It's not always about stuff going on in my life or, you know, anything like that. True. It, that's a good point. I, it's just everything. That's a good point.
0: But I mean, I feel like it is something to take into consideration, though. Like, yeah, with, with, with moving in general. And that's, and even it even if it was a monogamous relationship or whatever, you can look at the way a motherfucker... Like, how they, they, they may. Like flirt or may you know they kind mm-hmm. of act the kind of people that that follow them and be around them and shit like that you can look and see how a motherfucker really move mm-hmm. and see if that shit is gonna work for you know what you looking for and stuff like that yeah. you know what I mean like that that's the important of shit we talked to it last season importance of vetting shit vet a motherfucker out you know what I'm saying you gotta see how they move you gotta see
1: but on the flip side you kind of gotta be careful with that too because you don't want to get to a space where you're like comparing relationships or definitely you know what i'm saying definitely. i feel like you know if you look at somebody too much like think about it if somebody look at our relationship too much then they're going to be in in their feelings or whatever because of all you do for me or whatever mhm I pay these motherfucking bills and shit with this for nigga. Real? Shit, <laughs> I get gifts for putting up with his ass because I deserve this twenty four seven putting I up deserve with him. <laughs> so his ass. you know, it's you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, You're I right. feel like it's you know, and I've I <laughs> I wish I could tell my myself this years ago because I did that shit all the time, mm-hmm. all the time, and it's hard not to get you know. Into a space of doing it now because, like, if you have, especially if you're in a long distance relationship and you don't see your partner or you only see them like every few months or whatever, but you're seeing them, you know, with the other partners, Mm -hmm. or even if it's just one one other partner or whatever, you know, that's that's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to be like not to get in your feelings about it, you know, yeah. So it's you gotta, you gotta kind of. I don't know, you gotta kinda read into you know, see how, which way you gotta swing because you wanna pay attention but then you don't wanna pay attention You don't much want
0: attention. it to be too you right. know, too you much. You don't, you don't you want don't to wanna over. be
1: you don't wanna be setting your relationship up to be mirror theirs. Right. That's not right. no. No no you yeah. don't you don't wanna do that. That's true. You want That's it true, to be dude. tailored
0: to, to you. you. <laughs> exactly. Tailored to you. But like, I feel like the um Another big thing when it comes to to tailoring, and we're gonna we're gonna stick with the the whole metaphor, because <laughs> if you don't tailor some shit right, yeah. you can't you can't necessarily if you don't if you go in there with the with the shaper on, and it's not the shaper that you yeah. plan on wearing at the wedding, and you you can't blame the goddamn the the seamstress on because you because you came in with that shit,
1: mm. you know what I'm
0: saying? You can't blame her. You know what I mean? So I'm saying that as to say, the next, the one, a, a very important part of it is taking responsibility for your actions. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Don't go into this shit feeling like, you know, just because this goes on with this partner, with this partner or whatever, that it's automatically something that's gonna be, um. That that the next partner is gonna be able to handle, or they're gonna mm-hmm. be able to deal with, or whatever. Because everybody ain't gonna stand for your shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause so as you go through the process of tailoring your poly for you and according to what you might want, you have to also, you know, take into consideration that there are gonna be some other parts in this shit that mm-hmm. you might have to do a little bit of tucking and and and, and you know and yeah. shit like that for. Yeah, you know definitely. what I'm saying? But in, when you when you and but when you fuck up. In your space of, of learning and how you want to tailor your shit, own that shit, own, mm-hmm. own up to it. You know, I fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And be be man and woman enough to admit the simple fact that you're new to this shit. Like, this shit is not... It, it, there's no real handbook or blueprint to this shit or whatever. You just have to make this shit work the way that you see fit.
1: There are no handbooks, but there, there are definitely a few books that I would recommend to... People who are interested in ENM um, or you know specifically polyamory, mm-hmm. um, because again, educate yourself. The more you know, the better off you're going to be coming into that. Um, but you you have to make it work for you. Like you really <laughs> do have to. You want the relationship to work for you. It should be like you know snowflakes. No two are necess- No two are going to be exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Because you and that other partner aren't the same person. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. But that's how
0: it is, man. Like, it's it's the shit ain't easy. At the end yeah, of the day, no. the shit is not I struggle all the easy. time. Like, even, <laughs> if for real, 10 years in, Sheesh. it's still a struggle. It's still moments where we're trying to figure out how this shit looks for us. Or what, in, in this space, what's going to make us happy with our, you know, -hmm. poly, you know, Mm -hmm. dynamic and shit. You know what I mean? Like what makes me happy doesn't necessarily make you happy. You don't want the same things that I want. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm open to a motherfucking triad. You're not open to a triad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if I, if I build a triad elsewhere, then that's giving me what I want in that space Mm -hmm. or whatever. But that doesn't take away from the, the, the love that we share. That doesn't take away from the growth that we have, the home that we're building, like that we've built that, you know what I mean? It doesn't take away Mm -hmm. from any of that. That just makes my, my poly, because at the end of the day, even though we're still a couple, my poly is my poly and your poly is your poly because we date separately. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So our exploration is different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For that part of things, you know, but yeah. I feel like I don't know. I mean, I just feel like a lot of people need to take that shit into consideration when they're the within the space that 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 they're moving in. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. your shit does not have to be even if your partner, you don't have to necessarily move the same way that your partner moves if that shit mm-hmm. is not making you happy. You right. know what I mean? Like if you don't wanna be in a triad, goddammit, don't don't get that nigga no triad because that's mm-hmm. not what you want.
1: Right. Because it's
0: just gonna end bad very it's gonna end very bad if you put them in that space put a, and, and 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 don't put your your spouse or your significant other in that space and talk them into joining a triad or pressing them for to to be in a triad or whatever because that shit ain't going well no. you know what i mean or if you're just solo poly or whatever and you don't want this specific type of a relationship with somebody don't get in that shit You know what I mean? Don't explore. Don't put yourself in a position to where you have to compromise what you want. Right. You don't want to do that because that shit is only going to last for so long before resentment sets in and you feel like, like, I'm not happy in this shit. This is not what I want. You know what I mean? And then you go into another poly relationship jaded and not feeling, you know what I mean? And not feeling fulfilled. And you're not giving your all to this relationship because you so fucked up by the last one. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are things that are important. And these are the things that you have to make sure that you're taking into consideration when you're exploring, you know, this, this life, (laughs) you know, but I feel like it's, I feel like it's, it, it, it's definitely, what you make (coughs) at the end of the day for sure you know it's it's all about just like any relationship
1: you know any relationship right right but yeah man
0: but this has been a good one this is this has been a good conversation i feel like it, it definitely some things that needed to be said, and like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm i want all the smoke, so I know it's some triads that's gonna be that listening and, and, and talking. Shit. Well, if they're talking,
1: shit then I want I want to hear how long they've been together, yeah.
0: And if they're talking, <laughs> we're gonna, we gonna bring you on the show. Like, I'd like be happy you, to you have you want, a conversation, you, you want to talk about it a little bit in depth because I'm not gonna say that I know everything, I'm not gonna say that we know everything or whatever, okay, but I know no. a lot of, of shit and I've seen a lot of shit and I've and, and witnessed a lot of trial and error and a lot more error when it comes to <laughs> to dating in a triad yeah. situation, you know what i'm saying? Yeah. And um, you know, if y'all want to smoke, let's go. Meet me in the kitchen, baby. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> but man, but for real, thank y'all for sitting and joining us, man, with another episode of the Not for You podcast, man. We really appreciate the love and the support and all that good shit. We hope that your um, your Thanksgiving was just as good as ours, yeah. We missed a week. It was Thanksgiving, bitches. The fuck, mother- I ain't got nothing to listen to. Motherfucker, go back and listen to another episode. I'm pretty sure you missed some shit.
1: So go back and
0: and and, and refresh yourself with uh
1: <laughs> i appreciate some the, 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 the want but they do the man they be able, but they don't be giving, giving you country. that energy man i don't
0: know why people just they they feel like they need to inbox me about the fact that we ain't did an uh episode i ain't no episode bitch because it ain't no episode god damn it like why the hell i gotta be the one y'all don't bring that energy I don't know. I because think they I scared look of you. Crazy. <laughs> I think they scared of you. Some people scared of you, man. But yeah, I don't know.
1: Apparently, I have resting bitch face. So you if do. I don't look friendly, then they're not gonna bring. They don't. Like they that don't
0: bring you. you shit. They, they, if they did, they'd probably be nice with it, like real customer servicey. They'd be like, well, you know, I, I noticed there wasn't an episode this week. You know, I just wanted to check on you guys. They don't check on me. That's how they come <laughs> at you. They don't check on me. They just be like, nigga. Um, it's Saturday and I ain't got nothing to listen to or it's Monday and I thought I was going to be coming to work with another episode. Da, 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 da.
1: I'm
0: like God I love damn.
1: it. I love the fact that it. people are waiting and they're listening like that. I love
0: yeah. that. Yeah. Well, we gave y'all a break and we took a break last week, so that's why we weren't we weren't here for Thanksgiving. But um, but we got some other things that we are working on, man. So make sure mm-hmm. that y'all check out the website at www.knot, the number four you, podcast.com. Also check out our Instagram at not for you podcast. We will definitely be updating some new shit on there as well. Yes. You got anything else to say, man? You want to get something off your chest? You're good.
1: No, I think uh, I think I'm good.
0: Yeah, yeah. We about to go eat some wangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy, it's that type of night. But <laughs> <laughs> but once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another illustrious episode of the Not for You podcast, where we are untraditional unconventional and unapologetically us i'm your boy q and i'm l and we will bid you guys adieu
1: peace